If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to another solo episode of the podcast. And I would say today's episode is more like a pep talk than anything. And I wanted to go into why I wanted to give this particular pep talk, which is really just like cut yourself some slack. So I, on a QA and a couple weeks ago, Someone asked, how are you? Which is super nice. I'm like never quite sure. I always like kind of skate the line of like what to share with the community because obviously I'm not going through a breakup. So anyways, someone asked how I was doing and I had talked about how a few months ago I got diagnosed with postpartum depression and anxiety. And really my message of the slide was that if you need to take medication for your mental health, that's completely okay. So I started taking Zoloft three months ago, and it has completely helped so much. I, for one, didn't know I could get postpartum depression like almost a year later, but that was my case. And it was really interesting, like the conversation that I was having internally. I've always been someone that believes like you can take certain actions to change how you feel. You know, I can write like a gratitude list when I'm feeling bad for myself. I can talk to friends. I can go to therapy. It really goes back to like in the beginning of me getting sober with my AA days, like I can go to a meeting. I can call a friend and ask how they're doing and I'll feel better. So I've always been very ingrained in quote unquote like the work. And I still obviously very firmly believe in that as this is, you know, so much of what I teach on this platform is, you know, there are so many practical things we can do to make ourselves feel better after a breakup. But at the end of the day, you can be doing all the work that you're capable of doing. That's actually something that has really changed for me over the last year is I feel like a year ago I was very much like a no excuse If you're in pain, pull yourself up, make your bed, do the things until I had a a kid. And I realized like a lot of that stuff just isn't possible all the time. And it just I feel like it really made me realize that we need to be a lot 
nicer to ourselves. And again, like the message of this, like cut ourselves some slack. And while the thing that I'm going through right now, which is being a new mom, is different than going through a breakup, again, like the feelings are very similar of being like very overwhelmed, feeling very lost in in identity, like just feeling very overwhelmed with emotions. So as much as I believe that there are actions we can take to and like work we can do, I also know that there are days where you can't do all of those things. And I think it's made me just more aware of like the things that I want to put out on social media because just as like a consumer of social media, I follow so many like wellness and healing accounts and so many of them are like, get eight hours of sleep and wake up an hour early and and journal and do your gratitude list. And now it's like jump in a cold plunge and exercise. And as someone who hasn't slept through the night in a year, like that's just not possible <laughs> to me. And it makes me feel bad about myself. And so i sure there are things that you're following. I hope this podcast hasn't been one of them, but I'm sure at some points it has. And You know, it's something that I'm trying to be a lot more aware of, but things that you follow that make you think, oh, I'm not doing enough for my healing. And there's obviously a difference between just surrendering and not doing anything to make yourself feel better. There's a difference there, but there also is like taking it day by day and realizing, okay, Today, this is what I'm capable of. Tomorrow, I might not be capable of that same thing. Tomorrow, I may have to lay in bed and I may look at my ex's social media 12 times tomorrow and that's okay. I promise you it's okay. I think by now, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that ultimately it's going to end up hurting you the more you reach out to your ex. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of no contact. I'm a huge fan of taking care of yourself and doing the work to heal. Like, This is not necessarily about the healthy things to do after a breakup. This episode is more about like kind of do what what you have to do and be really, really kind to yourself. So like take whatever help you need. I've never been like against taking medication for mental health, but now I don't know. I just think my perspective on some things has changed and I really want to make sure that I'm able to validate people's feelings and if they make a quote unquote mistake that there's a lot of grace and compassion given because I know it's not going to help like you beating yourself up because you didn't do things quote unquote perfectly is only going to make you feel worse and so My whole journey with this the last few months really prompted this episode. But what also prompted this episode is I recently reopened my one-to-one coaching sessions, which I hadn't done over the past year. And in my first few sessions, I was paying really close attention to the language that the people were using. So, you know, people would say, it was so stupid, I did this. I know it's so pathetic that I, you know, asked for them back. Just the words that that they were using, I was like, immediately wrote down in my notes and then like circled back to it after they were done. And I just said, you can't use those words. Like, don't call yourself 
pathetic. Don't call yourself dumb or stupid or any of the negative things that you're saying to yourself because of something that you don't feel like you're doing well. Yeah, if it doesn't make you feel good to like beg your ex to come back, pay attention to that and, you know, use whatever tools you can to build yourself up to a place where you're not going to do that. But you also need to really cut yourself some slack. So I think every time I talk about no contact on the page, I will get messages of people like, it's so hard. So I know it's really hard. I know going through a breakup is is really hard. And it's going to be messy. My goal with this page is not to like whip people into shape or like, you know, be this like, boot camp drill sergeant for going through breakups. I always want to shed light on different perspectives when going through a breakup. I want to remind you that you're worth more than like begging for an ex to come back. You are worth taking care of yourself in order to heal. I want to remind people that your emotions that you're going through right now are going to pass. This is not going to last forever. And I want to educate on some helpful strategies when you're going through the breakup. But I also want to remind you that you're human. You're a human being. You have a heart beating inside your chest. Hopefully, you have really strong emotions associated with a breakup. I was actually just telling a client the other day on a session, I was like, if you gave me someone who was sobbing after a breakup and then you gave me someone who was acting like nothing happened and you said, who do you think is going to like come out on the other side better off from this breakup? And I would always tell you like the person that's sobbing. It's allowing your heart to crack open in a way that doesn't feel comfortable and is scary and feels really overwhelming. I think that's where like the true transformation from a breakup happens. But what comes with allowing your heart to be cracked open like that is a lot of messiness, a lot of messiness. So when people say, why do I keep reaching out to my ex on the weekends or like after I'm drinking? And I'll say, because you're human. It's like, why do we do this? Because you're human and you have a broken heart and you're feeling really sad and you're trying to get comfort where you can. Are there better places to get comfort than your ex? A hundred percent. And I hope that you can identify those. And I hope that my content has allowed you to see that there are much better sources of comfort than your ex. But if you do choose to go to them for comfort and God forbid, go see them and like sleep with them, I promise you're not the only person that has slept with their ex. You're not the first and you're not the last. I love reminding people of that. Like you're not the first person to try to get back with the next and then have them break your heart or betray you all over again. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. 
Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. You're not the first person that or the last person who has made fake social media accounts to look at your ex. You're not the first or the last person to, you know, like go through their mom's social media to find out news about them. I promise like all of this stuff is normal. It's totally normal. And again, like I do want to make sure I talk about this stuff because the last thing I want is for anyone to feel alone in how they're like dealing with the breakup. So again, yes, there are better coping strategies than still looking at your ex's location if they forgot to turn it off on iPhones. It happens. The things that I have been told on how people deal with breakups, nothing surprises me. And I've heard some like wild things. A couple years ago, I had a girl that I was coaching and she shared with me that she used like this service to anonymously send animal poop to her ex. And, you know, all I could do is laugh. Like I've heard things all across the board and I've never been like, whoa, this is so sad or desperate or you should be so ashamed of yourself. I've never, ever once thought that. All I've thought is like, okay, this is a person that's doing their best to recover from heartbreak. Can I help steer them in, again, like maybe a more productive direction? But you just like have to cut yourself slack. And I feel like this is like a really important message for someone like me to say because I've never been good at cutting myself slack, always hard on myself. And it's definitely come to a head the last year of being a new mom of just like not doing things right and not knowing how to do things. I've made plenty of quote unquote mistakes, but I've made it one day at a time. And that's what you're doing too. So if today was like, a good day where you got up and you journaled and you haven't looked at your ex's social media. Awesome. That's incredible. But if today was a day that the first thing you did when you got up was get on Instagram and saw if your ex has new followers or new people they're following because their page is private, but you still keep track of their number of posts and followers and following, you know what? That's okay too. That is completely 
okay. It is, especially in the beginning, like there's a lot of breakups in the beginning are, I mean, this sounds dramatic, but survival. I mean, yeah, it's like whatever you can do to survive the day. So again, if today was you got up and you drank water and you exercised and you drank a green juice and you cooked yourself a nice breakfast and you put makeup on and did your hair, that's awesome. If today was you got up and you snoozed your alarm and you spent 30 minutes on TikTok and you door dashed breakfast and you didn't work out at all, that's okay. Like, I will say, like, obviously, if you are continuously not taking care of yourself, I will point you in the direction of doing things again that like elevate your self-worth which if you've listened to my like self-esteem episodes you know that the way we gain self-esteem is by doing esteemable act and the way we learn to love ourselves is by doing loving things for ourselves so if you're neglecting yourself day to day that's one thing but I don't know I just don't think the way that you're healing from a breakup should add an extra layer of like guilt or shame or sadness or anger at yourself or like a lack of self-love because everything that you are doing after a breakup is to try to like again you're already feeling like so many harsh emotions and Krista St. Germain who was on the show she talked about the difference between like clean pain which is the pain that you're just going to experience when you're going through grief and then the dirty pain which is like the pain you're feeling because of the pain you're feeling, if that makes sense. So hopefully this episode (laughs) made sense. I just was feeling really called to like give sort of a pep talk. And honestly, like who knows, it's probably something I needed to hear myself too. But cut yourself slack, give yourself grace. A great exercise is if you're being too hard on yourself. My sponsor always reminds me to like think of the little girl version of myself. Like I would have a heart. So For example, let's say I am feeling tired and so I'm like, oh, I didn't I didn't work out. I didn't put my like best into work today. And like my A sponsor would say, think of five year old Kendra. And if she was feeling tired, like, would you force her to do more or would you like let her like sit on the couch for an hour and recharge? It's like, yeah, of course I would do that. So you can do like the little kid version of yourself. That's a great way to like tap into a more compassionate side of yourself. You can also pretend like a friend is telling you what you're experiencing and what would you tell a friend. It's hard to be compassionate towards ourselves. And it's also just really hard to exist when your heart's broken. So I just want to say that it's really hard. Days feel really long. Stuff feels really lonely. It just feels like you have like this hollowed out hole within you where this void is. So it's hard. And I think if you look at it through that lens, it doesn't mean that you should let all of that go and have no determination or like no willingness to do the work. I think if you just look at it through this lens, it's anything positive and productive that you're doing, you'll be like, damn, good job. Good job, Kendra. Like you did You worked out, you journaled today, you went to your therapy appointment, even if you didn't want to, like big celebration for that kind of stuff. But if you look at it through that way too, and it's like, 
it's okay. I understand why you, you know, took a nap in the middle of the day on Saturday today. I understand why you haven't gotten back to like 10 texts from your friends. It's okay. I understand. So anyways, be nice to yourself. Be kind. Be compassionate. Cut yourself some slack. And if you notice that you're saying things like, or if you're talking to your friends and you said, I know it's so pathetic, but I did this, just don't say stuff like that. It's not helpful. It's not true. And just take into account everything you're going through right now because it's important and it's big. And it's like, I don't know, if we look at our lives and we divide it by like our work, relationship, it's just relationships are a huge chunk of our lives. And yes, your entire life's not over after a breakup, but it's a significant chunk and it will get better. It will get better, but just important to remember that it's hard. You're a human with a heart. It's it, it, You're perfectly imperfect, progress over perfection. So yes, that's my little spiel for today. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and give yourself some extra little loving today. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.